Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. The Word of God from our Old Testament reading in Amos chapter 9. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. This is God's word. I don't know when this happened. Some point, I want to say, 10 to 20 years ago. You know how there's this stereotype that a group of guys will get together and they'll sit around together and watch a football game or they'll play cards or something like that. What do they do when they watch football and they play cards? They drink beer. That's, I, I didn't hear that, but yeah, okay. At some point, 10, 20 years ago, the equivalent of that for the ladies was to get together and drink wine. I don't remember that being a thing when I was a kid. Well, I was a kid. I wasn't drinking beer or wine, so maybe I just didn't notice. But it's become the drink of housewives and mothers who get together with their girlfriends and they enjoy either a nice vintage or it could be from a box. Now, we, of course, here in the church, have a sacred use for wine. It is wine that delivers us the very blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we should not miss out the joy that comes from drinking wine, because the Bible speaks of it in such a way. And yes, I know the ladies can drink beer and the guys can drink wine too. But I've never seen a guy wearing a t-shirt that says, wine o'clock on it. (laughs) Wine, the Bible would have us remember, gladdens hearts. The psalmist in Psalm 104, you cause the grass to grow for the livestock and plants for man to cultivate, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine To gladden the heart of man. The book of Proverbs. Where wisdom is described for us. And wisdom is believed to be a picture of Jesus himself. Who says, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. King Solomon in Ecclesiastes reminds us to enjoy life with the wife whom you love, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart. You see, while the Bible does not condone and certainly condemns drunkenness, wine has the ability to make the cheeks a little rosy, make the head feel a little lighter, And maybe make the troubles of life seem like a little less of a burden. Wine has a way of manufacturing joy in our hearts. 
That, of course, is a superficial joy. And it's fleeting. But there is a reason our Lord Jesus Christ chose wine to be the means by which he gives you and I his blood. Because just as wine can be seen as a source of joy and gladness of heart, so is our Lord God. And Amos uses that picture in our Old Testament reading today as he describes the mountains flowing with sweet wine, the hills dripping with it. As Amos preaches and delivers the Lord's word to a very broken people. How have you been broken? How have you lost your joy? The Israel to whom Amos preached was a shell of its former glory under David. It was a nation that was broken and divided and falling apart. Sound familiar? We would do well to remember that if even God's chosen people, Israel, can, can fall apart, and certainly any nation can as well. And yet, as the people of Israel saw their enemies advance upon them, as they were giving themselves over to sin and wickedness and false gods and careless disregard for one another... wasn't over for David. wasn't over for God's promises. The Lord says through Amos in that day, I will raise up the booth of David that is fallen and repair its breaches and raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord. When the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine and the hills shall flow with it. Because you see, the Lord God gives good wine to his people. Sweet wine. Wine that gladdens hearts and brings us joy. That wine, of course, is not the sort of wine you gather with friends to enjoy, but the sort of wine that is poured out by the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. A wine that literally is unending. It's why Amos describes it, the Lord describes it through Amos as, covering the mountains so that they drip with wine and even the hills flow with it. Oh, that we had such a source of drink to gladden our hearts in this day. Am I right? 
But no, the Lord God is the one who restores the fortunes of my people Israel, he says. They shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine. They shall make gardens and eat their fruit. Because the Lord is the giver of good wine. The Lord is the source of joy and hope and gladness of heart. To those who see the world falling down around them and see their own lives crumbling from within. He's the Lord who restores fortunes. He's the Lord who gives joy to and gladdens the broken, weary heart. Even when everything around you and everything within you is crumbling down. This past week, as I was out of town, I attended a conference on suffering. And we do not culturally or as the church suffer like the church has in the past. Maybe these days we're a little more mindful that we might be coming upon that. Many of you individually, though, have suffered true grief and pain. And the point of the conference was to encourage us as pastors that even when we suffer, even when everything is broken, there's joy. Because the Lord is the giver of good wine, sweet wine, wine in abundance that never runs out. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the miracle at Cana, at the wedding celebration, provided good wine to the people there. You know, it is with good reason that we as Lutheran Christians reject those who insist that grape juice must be used in Holy Communion. No one's heart was ever gladdened by Welch's. In fact, I'll put a little plug in here, a little pastoral note, and I know we're a little more reticent about such things in the days of COVID, but I will extol to you the virtues of taking communion from the common cup as opposed to the little individual glasses because our Lord did not say take sip or take and moisten your lips but to take and drink. Just as wine has the ability to maybe make the troubles of your life seem a little more bearable for a moment, this is not a sermon to urge you go out and drink a bunch of wine. But it is to hold before you Jesus Christ, who is your joy and your gladness, who gives you his very blood in the wine, his very body in the bread, so that your fortunes would be restored, that you would have joy and gladness of heart when everything this world 
around you and everything your sinful life within you suggests you should have otherwise. Today, we come to have our hearts gladdened because the Lord is the giver of good wine. Not just good wine, but of course, the best wine. The wine that never leaves you regretting the decisions you make. The wine that never causes you pain. The wine that never runs out. Dearest friends in Jesus Christ, have your hearts gladdened today. Let joy wash over you as a river of wine that flows down a mountainside knowing that the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord has taken your sin and your guilt away. That he has, by means of his blood, overcome sin, death, and the devil. And though kingdoms and powers and even mountains themselves may collapse around us, Though the devil may attack us from within to try to cause us to lose our hope and our joy and gladness of heart. Know that nothing can undo the fact that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and will come again for you. That he who performed this, the first of his signs at Cana in Galilee, has manifested his glory. What does that mean? It means he makes known that he is God. He makes known that he has power over sin, death, and the devil. He makes known that he and he alone is your joy. And your source of gladness. Along with the psalmist, let us today taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. As you taste the Lord's goodness poured out for you. In sins forgiven, eternal life granted, and holy food given to you to eat and drink today. Find your refuge, your hope, and your joy in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.